December 20th, 2018, and you listen to another episode of Hold My Whistle. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. And right now, we're going to be talking about a Netflix show that I just showed Sean. It was The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It's okay. It's good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's a Coen Brothers. Your, your words, fucking phenomenal. I, I, I don't remember saying phenomenal. I, could, I, I know it's in my Rolodex of descriptive, descriptive words. An adjective. Right, but anyway, so we're just talking about it, and we have I since I've been a friend with Sean for the last fifteen years, Western movies have been part of my life now. I didn't really grow up with them. A couple of them, Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Who hasn't seen that? You know what I mean? It was just the, like the spaghetti westerns. Yeah, which um, you enlightened me on what a spaghetti western actually was. Right, because I did not know the the actual like the producer. That. Yeah, yeah. So it was an Italian dude and made. He paid for all the movies to be made. All the Clint Eastwoods, a fistful of dollars, a few dollars more, all those. Um, and you know what? Is Buster Scruggs on the on the list of favorites? Probably not. But for a lot of men, manly men, a guy's guy, have a Western in their top three movies. Okay? And I know if you've been listening to the show, Tombstone... Is, is is on the you know is, uh, the Michael Jordan it, it's the pinnacle it's right. the fucking pinnacle it's up there okay I want to know what else is what, what's really getting you going and I want to start with the older stuff what's one of your favorite older westerns favorite older I'm westerns I'm going pre 80s okay um, one I used to watch with my tata uh, is called The Big Trail with John Wayne how many you know, and people don't talk about John Wayne and they, they'll, they'll bring him up they don't realize there's like 80 movies. There's like 250 there, Okay, movies. there you go. I thought there were, I was just thrown back by how many movies he's made. Yeah. Um, I, we used to watch, uh, let's see, The Shootist. He loved watching The Shootist. You know, side note real quick before I get into some other ones. There's only, I want to say, four out of those whatever 200 movies that he made where he dies. Really? Yeah. Well, he's just a hero in all of them. Oh, dude, he's just a badass. I mean, he dies in The Shootist, he dies in The Cowboys, and I can't think of the other two. And how many, you know, everyone watched True Grit and uh, the Jeff Bridges remake, right? And it was a super good movie. But the Rooster Cogburn character, uh, John Wayne did, like, what? A whole series of movies with him, right? As him. Um, I want to say there was, like, two, maybe three. I, I couldn't tell you right now. Um... John Wayne was just one of those guys that just popped out movies left and right. He was uh, always filming. Always working. And he was huge. Oh, yeah. Big dude. 6'4". And he played football at SC, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was at SC Trojan. You know, we'd be producing them alums. <laughs> no, so, and, you know, just stupid John Wayne fact that I heard. So when he died, that some, you know, they did the autopsy and they cleaned his body out. They said that there was 50 pounds of shit inside of John Wayne. I've heard that. It's, you know, a, it's, I, a, I, I, it's that weird random fact. I, I have heard that before. I mean, I'm surprised, you know, it doesn't surprise me. He's an old fucking cowboy it, guy. You know what it makes he probably think, ate shit every day. And it wasn't shit. You know what it was? It's probably ate fucking steak and taters. Yeah. You know? No greens. None. Yeah. Not, <laughs> 50 pounds. Of fecal matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I have heard that somewhere. That's funny. Yeah, um, okay. Back, back to 
back to movies that I yes older movies we went to we, we're starting kind of old and there's not really too much I really know of for me it was like the old Bonanza TV shows okay and it was it wasn't a movie it wasn't really movies no it was just TV shows it was TV shows and uh, uh oh and the, the the TV show that I fell in love with is um got the Rifleman oh okay I love the Rifleman bro <laughs> the gloves funny. the action of the rifle What's so funny? No, that's just funny that you like the rifleman because every time we go down duck hunting, like with Johnny and them, like John, John still watches the rifleman. It oh, you can find it on like AMC like, or something. Yeah, the movie channel or the movie network, whatever that fucking channel is, it comes on like every day. He fucking watches that shit all the time. Your cousin Johnny's hilarious mm-hmm. though, bro. This skinny son of a gun. <laughs> Where'd you get that pretty little gun? <laughs> the, um, the senorita pistols. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, di- I didn't really care for Bonanza all that much, um, you know. What was, the, what was the guy's name, uh, John Landon, or, he was the, one of the major, so, uh, I, he I, did, he did Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, um, but, you know, after the John Wayne era, you know, I moved into more, like, some Clint Eastwood, um, uh, my favorite, favorite, um, Clint Eastern Western is the Outlaw Josie Wales. Outlaw Josie Wales is a classic. It is the shit. I mean, you know, good, bad, and the ugly is it's good. Mm-hmm. Fistful of dollars, pale rider. You know, you got those. But to me, it's always Outlaw Josie Wales. I love it. <laughs> I love when he spits his tobacco on everybody. Oh, <laughs> like that fucking dog that just barking at him the whole Dude, time. He just what? spits on him. So good. You know what's funny? Because we're in the house and so. The apartment I live in now, the condo, my good buddy Roy used to live in, and Roy is kind of a, a stoic character. Doesn't say too much when he does. It's, it's hilarious or it's the point. It could yeah, cut deep it's, too. It's got meaning. And he's you know, and we're having a conversation or so we're listening to something and they're talking about the best movie ever made and I forget what they're talking about Citizen Kane or The Manchurian some all these real flickster movies that come out in December and win awards. Mm-hmm. You know, and Roy's like. They must have never seen a Clint Eastwood movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's my guy right there. You know? Uh, But, you know, even transitioning into new westerns, like, I really enjoyed the 310 to Yuma remake with Russell Crowe. Yeah, Christian Bale. Uh, Who's the bad guy in that? He's... Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Well, Ben Foster and uh, Russell Crowe. Right, but Ben Foster, I think, is does a great job. Russell Crowe has that transition where he kind of yeah, has a... Yeah, he's playing the fence. Right. He's he, kinda, he gets he's going through some turmoil. Exactly. But Ben Foster is, I think, a phenomenal bad guy. He does a decent job and also in... Uh, what's the movie about the guy? Alpha Dog? Have oh, you seen that? Oh, they the bury the kids. the kids from Santa Barbara? They, the kids in Santa Barbara, they bury them in Lizard's Mouth or whatever. Yeah. He is... Dude, he's an evil son of a gun when he wants to be. Yeah, he... Oh, God, what else is he... Um, that driver movie, I think, with uh, but anyways, he is he does a great job of being a bad guy in Three Ten to Yuma. Good story, also a remake though. Yeah, I didn't. I've never seen the original. Yeah, it's funny you could go into some of those older ones and you'll look at it and it's kind of like fakeish cowboys. Well, you know, it's it's kind of um, you know, they didn't have they didn't have the the advanced technology to make the films what they are now. Yeah. So you had to respect the movie for what the story was 
regardless of how cheesy the scenes were or the, or the sets with the acting. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't, it, you know, up to today's standards by any means, but um, I just thought of another John Wayne movie that I really do like watching. Okay. But it's not, a, it's not a Western, though. Is it the oil one where he works the oil fields? No, no, it's The Quiet Man. It's when he's married to, um, fuck, what's her name? Margaret, uh, she was the mom in The Parent Trap. Okay, she's uh, the English chick. O'Hara, Maureen O'Hara. I think it's Maureen O'Hara. I want to say that's her name, but I'm probably wrong. Um, but they go to, they're in Ireland, and it's just, it's a great flick. You yeah. know, he, he he's married, he's a drunk, and, you know, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what the fucking story's about, but I love watching that movie. Okay, all right. Um, but let's even go back, right back to Tombstone. Okay. Like, what makes it? that upper echelon movie like we could say oh, like we were I compared to the Michael Jordan movie the best hey he won the championships like Tombstone didn't win any awards it's a great fucking flick it's though it's a great movie that's like saying is it is it more the story the acting the writing the well, action a little bit of everything right uh, to, to me to me it's you know Kurt Russell does such a good job playing wider but the, the the thing that puts it over the top is how good Val Kilmer is as Doc Holliday. Val Kilmer just goes above and beyond. Oh, dude, he he murders it. And whenever you watch, like, the Wyatt Earp movie, it used to be the double cassette. Yeah, uh, right, double, double VHS. VHS. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Double there was VHS. only a couple of those. Like, it would be Scarface, Tombstone, that I came, you know. It was, no, 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 no. The double VHS was Wyatt Earp, Braveheart, oh. Heat. Oh, yeah. Heat was a double VHS. Another great flick, by the Good way. Good movie. Um, they could, if they made that a western, that'd be badass. <laughs> no, to me, like t- with Tombstone, like the cast is so good. So, like pe- Johnny Sam Ringo Ellie is Michael Bean. Kills it. Yeah, Michael Bean. Michael Bean was really big in the eighties. You know, with the Terminator, uh, he played in Navy Seals. Yeah. And then you know he he landed the role of of Johnny Ringo. He plays a good Johnny Ringo. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's Curly Bill. Curly Bill is a great, and he does a great job too. Um, I hate Ike Clanton because he's such a pussy. But you know, the guy who plays Curly Bill, um, what's the uh, Deadwood? He plays a character in Deadwood. Yeah, that's Deadwood. what you're saying. I, that, I still have never a, watched that. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a must. If you're a Western fan, it's a TV, sh- it's an old HBO show. Maybe, oh, it's been at eight, least ten eight, years. Eight, ten years. Worth it if you're a Western fan. I think it's only three seasons. Yeah, I watched. Uh, awesome. I watched Godless. That was a, that was a, a western. It was only like a six part mini series. You know it what was I really li- good. Yeah, you know what I like. Um, I'm going to kind of it's newer. It's still Clint Eastwood. Unforgiven. Yeah, Unforgiven's good. I liked Unforgiven a lot. That was a, a definitely a favorite. Yeah. Um, let's see. Any other, cowboy remakes. Uh. And it always has to be a remake. Yeah, know? well, yeah, because there's like no original. Now let's movies. let's talk about the the um, the Tarantino stuff. You know, does Django count? Does the Hateful Eight? Hateful Eight. I mean, the and also the Magnificent Seven remake was made. The Magnificent Seven remake was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Um, I, I thought the cast was great. You know, it had some some levity to it, and you know, it was a good flick. Um, How I, funny was the Ridiculous Six? And does that count as a Western? You know, 
Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles is fucking phenomenal. And it counts. It counts. It, it Blazing counts. It has to be, it has to be in, the, in the conversation. I mean, Mel Brooks can make fun of anybody and get, the, get fucking away with murder. That movie awesome. can never be made again. Ever. Every, do you know how many tears would be shed if somebody remade that movie? Oh my gosh. Not just because of the fact that it's getting remade, just because of the fact that it's derogatory to like every race under the sun. Yeah, and it's made by a short Jewish guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right? He doesn't give a shit. It does Fucking not give on everybody. a shit. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, Ridiculous 6, it was okay. You know, I, I'd watch it. I watched it. It wasn't like, it wasn't Grown Ups 2, 3, 4, or 5. You know, Adam Sandler movie. It was stupid in a lot of ways, and, um, you know, but it was it was worth a watch. Now, we said we like Kurt Russell, and he did a great job playing um, Wyatt Earp. Did you see, I think it's Bone Tomahawk? Dude, everybody says that, and I have not seen that flick. Oh, man, you're missing out. Dude, so I, there, it, like, I hear it's legit. 85% of it is like, this is a badass movie. And I can see where I'm, a little bit of the story takes a weird twist. For the type of um, bad guy or uh, type of Indian, I'm gonna say it's an Indian, a person that live in these canyons that they go against. Mm-hmm. But it kind of it's not. It could be. I'm not. I want to say no. It's not realistic yeah. as far as that. But everything else is classic Kurt Russell, Tombstone-ish type character. Yeah, I, and i've heard that from several people and i've never watched it and you know it's not on netflix i can't find it on hbo now oh really yeah it's um, it kind of, it's one of those that they you know i do you remember netflix doesn't do it as much but it used to be all the time you remember maybe four or five years ago you'd start a series and it'd be like it's gone yeah it's gone or we start a movie you don't watch it all it's gone well now now netflix makes makes everything i mean fuck they're making movies left and right people more big names, I think, are moving towards the Netflix way. Oh, yeah. Well, we were just watching the Adam Sandler special song, just a song that he did uh, a tribute for Chris Farley. Yeah. And Adam Sandler had one of, was one of the biggest deals with Netflix. Oh, he's, he's, he's got to be fucking raking it in through Netflix. He's made, like, five Netflix movies within the past three, four years. Happy Madison is just a machine with Netflix, too. Oh, I, I mean... It, oh. it, yeah, and that that whole crew is pretty funny. I mean, Sandler, Sandler to me is definitely like, like his movies have have lacked a lot. You know, you know I'm not really into the grown ups movies. No, those. And, but I could see where like the family, the wife might like it, and this and that. You know, it's not it's not for. We're, we we still want to we still have an edge when it's we want to like, see a movie with Sandler. Yeah, and it's not happening anymore. He does a little lot of feel good. What's your all right outside? What is your like off the radar Sandler movie that you like off the radar Sandler movie cause I I really it, it's it's tough to say I mean wasn't cause you can't say let's, let me just say this you can't say Billy Madison and you can't say Happy Gilmore no I, I and you know I probably my probably favorite is to, and it's not you know being a football guy and everything it's, it's Waterboy Okay. You know, it, it it's the one-liners from it. You know, just and it's not even him. You can do it and foosball and all that. And it, it's it's funny. It's good to me. And not really off the radar, but I'll let you. Oh, because what's off the radar? It's like bulletproof. Do you ever see bulletproof? Oh, with uh, Wayans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. With Damon Wayans. <laughs> oh, gross! Right in the fucking eyeball. That's a, okay. That's a, that is a. 
off the off the charts. Definitely yeah. off the off the radar. But dude, the what people you know what I used to like is the, um, Wayne's movies with action. Cause they were fucking in shape, motherfuckers. I give it to Damon and uh, Marlon. Marlon. Well, shit, even low down, dirty shame with Keenan Ivory. He he's in shape. I mean, he he took the the more di- directorial roles. Yeah, he's producing. Yeah, he, he's but behind I, the scenes. Now. They could have done action movies. Oh, uh, Last Boy Scout and um, all, well, the, the one where they're on the train and he's a criminal. He, that's the one where they're. Who's he chained up to? Who's oh. Chained up to. Yeah, they're they're they, they're two. Or is that it? Snipes? That might be. Dude, are you thinking Money Train? That's Wesley Snipes. No, 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 not Money Train. That's Woody Harrelson. That, Wesley I, that's, Snipes. This is different. I think it's Adam Sandler and one of the Wayne's brothers. No, no, not Adam Sandler. It could be. They're chained together. They're, a prison train gets wrecked and they're escaping. They're on the run. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a movie. Oh, okay. It's a Wayne's. Yeah, I, it's, it's pretty good. I doubt it. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Sounds like a Wesley Snipes movie. It, oh, dude. Wesley Snipes. Um, oh, he made a Western where he's a vampire, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. shit. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so I, I just had to get that going because of Buster Scruggs. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Buster Scruggs. I liked it. I liked it. You know, and Sean doesn't like music too much. I, like, for being such a soundtrack guy. I mean, it, yeah. it was what it was. It was You're not going to listen to that song in your car? No, absolutely not. No. I, I don't even remember what the word, any words to uh, to the song was. I don't even know which song you're referring to. All of them. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought they were funny. I, I think, I, again, I wouldn't listen to my car. I just thought it, it, it did well in the movie. Oh, right. So, All right, so, hey, that's Western movies. Uh, but for a lot of people in America... We're not doing anything this week as far as football because we suck at fantasy. But for a couple people, like my buddy Sean Foy here, they're in the playoffs right now. They might be in the championship game. So, Sean, give me a rundown of your fantasy situation. Oh, all right. Great segue. Western movies right into fantasy What's football. Kind of, you know, fantasy football and Westerns have a lot to do with it. You know, you have to gun down one at a time, the competition, and the shootout. All right. All right. I'll buy it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm in the... I, I lost in two of the leagues. I had a really good shot. My my higher, my higher highest seed team lost in the first round, which I kind of figured was going to happen because, you know, you draft Le'Veon Bell, he doesn't play. Devontae Freeman goes down to injury. I lost, like, four guys for the year on that team, and I was in second, first place all year, and I had no business being in first place really no place were you just winning games that you didn't I, I had no business beating anybody with that team oh. but I did and then I shit the bed first round which was whatever and then my better team I lost in the semis to fucking Sorensen I had I was in that league you know 20 like 30 points for a player is no big deal I had I was down 70 points going into Monday night I had Alvin Kamara Michael Thomas and Will Lutz I thought you know the offense is going to bounce back. They're going to have a solid game. But no, they turn around and fuck me, and I lose by, like, 12. <laughs> yeah. So I lost in that league. Now I'm playing Tommy for in the consolation game for money back. I should roll Tommy unless Saquon Barkley scores a million points. Other than that, I'm not really worried about Tommy's team. He's got Fournette, uh, Barkley, uh, Packers running back. No, he got hurt. Aaron Jones got hurt. Um... 
yeah, I should roll Tommy, make my money back there. But I am in the championship in the Coaches League. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I like how we call it the Coaches League. It's only me, you, and uh, Mick that have made it. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of weird. It, it's, it's the Coaches League. And, uh, you know what? I'm going to give it to Oscar. Uh, yeah, Oscar's a coach. And Ty's a coach. Ty coached this year, and he, coach. and he made it to the playoffs with his defense. No, he didn't. They played one game in the playoffs. No, Tyler Otis made uh, the playoffs. I was thinking Ty Snow. No, Ty Snow he tied for fourth with Otis, but o- the tiebreaker was his points on the year. No, I'm saying playoffs as a coach. Your son's team, oh, he yeah. coached, and they went to the playoffs. Yeah, they went to the playoffs. Right. Um, so I made, it's only four teams make the playoffs out of ten, and I was the high point scorer for the first week of the playoffs. I kicked the shit out of D's. And, you know, i got to give it to him. You know, his team... He went. He was heavy chief, heavy Steelers. Yeah. And neither one of them did anything, and I blew up. I had Philip Rivers, Damian Williams, uh, Chris Carson, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans. Um, the biggest, the biggest dud for my day was the Rams defense. The Rams defense got shit on by the What's fucking up with Eagles. They haven't scored a touchdown in the last two games. What defensively? The Rams. Is it? I, or is it defensively? They they haven't. They've lost the last two games, right? Yeah. No, they they, they lost 30-23. to 23. Todd Gurley scored twice last week. Okay, maybe. Yeah, Todd Gurley's fucking killing it. Then they play. So, I kicked the shit out of D's. I beat him by, like, 60. And um, Josh is, like, Josh played Otis. And it was the battle of the shit show. Josh had his worst game of the year. Like, the worst matchup. Mm-hmm. He barely... Like, Josh averages, like, 155 to 160 he, points. Dude, he went off as... Every every league that he went in... Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some wins and losses. And, you know, you, you get some hard luck losses first round of playoffs. But he kind of crushed it. He, he, he was... I'm in two leagues with him. And, you know, he's a force. And then we watch his... The other league that he's in that's all Ross Patterson yeah he's playing in the Ross Patterson league he's actually playing Ross Patterson for the championship wait I thought it was going to be for Mike Singletary jersey. it is no Ross said it was for uh, no that, that was incorrect Josh talked to him after the show oh, and okay. like yeah I'm not he was I don't want Mike a Perry jersey yeah, yeah he doesn't I'm want not it. doing this with no fridge Perry jersey he, he doesn't want no ice box <laughs> he wants goddamn Mike, Mike Singletary. Singletary yeah the eyes that's so, funny shit so I'm playing Josh Otis had a perfectly good opportunity to knock him out. Josh scored like 112 points. Yeah. And Otis barely scored 100. And I'm like, dude, I would have much rather faced Otis because I would have rolled him. And now I'm going to play Josh. And it's it's a tough matchup. He's got a stacked team. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's got Todd Gurley, and I'm glad James... Well, right now he's got a 14, you know, and I hate the ESPN projections. Oh, they're terrible. They're absolutely you know, terrible. And Josh was talking about... Cause Josh is on an episode of Drinking Bro Sports. Yeah. Episode two fifty eight. The 19th of December. Check yeah. it out. I think he's at the very last, the very end of the episode. Last, like, 22 but minutes. he mentions how ESPN fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. They're, they're fucking ranking, or their projections but are dog shit. ESPN is projecting Josh to win by 14 points. Or 16? Yeah. 15. 15. I, I got 140. Wait. 154 to 139. 15 points. I got 154. He's stoking clock, right? Yeah. yeah. 154 My, to 159. Look at it, and that's how fucked up they are. Mine 14 points. Well, no, that's just the line. Projection, 140 to 154. Oh, they got me at 140? Huh. You see what I'm saying? That's we're, weird. We're on the app right now, same time. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got Jameis Winston, Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen, Jared Cook, Julian Edelman, Bears D, and the Dallas kicker. All right, let's talk, you know, away from our personal stuff. What is Who is your personal uh, personal sleeper for the year, fantasy-wise? Sleeper for the year? Yeah, the guy, like, oh, you picked him up off, you know, waiver okay. wires, or someone who picked up this guy or that guy. That's easy. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I mean, the number one quarterback in the league. Murdering it. Killing it. Fucking gunslinger. Guy right. goes out there and makes throws that nobody's making. All right. He, he, He's just that good. He was that good. His, his receiver's that good. He lost a running back. Yeah. Didn't phase it too much. Yeah, hasn't you know, missed a beat, really. I mean, yeah, they lost a close wrong. game it's with the tough, Chargers. Tough games are coming up. Oh, yeah. It's, Ch- Chargers are playing lights out. But the best I've seen the Chargers are forever. Yeah, since 95, since they made it to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? It's So, I'll give that. They're, they're, they're playing tough games. The people are going for them. Quick they're question. Playing, uh, who was the quarterback for the Chargers in that Super Bowl game? Dude, I know the Niners won. I couldn't even tell you. Like, all I know that they're playing against Junior... And that was it. There was no stars on that team. They got murdered in the Super Bowl by like 40 points. Was it 55 to 10, 55 to 7 final score? Yeah. It yeah. was it was a beatdown. Oh, it was bad. I remember like Gary Plummer was the guy for them, but he came to the Niners that year and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> you know. Um, Any guess? No, I have no, no, no guess. Stan Humphreys. Oh. Yeah, you never get that one. If, if if I named all the starting quarterbacks for Super Bowls, I bet you a fourth of them you would even know. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, people it's who arguable. Do, like sure. remember, like, like people won't know Rex Grossman was a starting quarterback. Well, he was starting it's, quarterback for the Bears. Right, I know, but like, fucking if you, who was the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback when they went? Um, was it ninety seven? Neil O'Donnell. Ooh, okay. When they lost to the Cowboys. Who was? Here's a little easier one. Uh, Carolina Panthers was it two thousand two? Jake DeLome. Good job, boy. Uh, hmm. Two times, the Raiders have won the Super Bowl. Who were the quarterback? Who was it? Who was the quarterback? Uh, Jim Plunkett, and oh fuck, Ken Stabler. Okay, who were the coaches? Uh, John Madden. Both John Madden. No, he only won one. No, there was a Mexican guy. Won the second one. Uh, something Sanchez, probably. <laughs> so you don't even... I know, it, he was... <laughs> Obviously, you don't know, because you don't I know, know but I, I, I just found out, I was like, oh, John Madden and were both. He only got the one. Yeah. He only got the one. Only yeah, the one. one. Um, let's see. Let me throw one more at you and see if you could... Starting quarterback. Hmm. Okay. Who was the first quarterback to say I'm going to Disney World after they won the Super Bowl first quarterback to say they were going to Disney World because it's kind of like a tradition now you know but it did I think they stopped it a little yeah they don't really do it anymore but it was a thing for a while um Ready? Here he comes. New York Giants, Phil Sims. Yeah. I know. Can't believe he's a Super Bowl champ. Yeah. They all better him than Boomer size. Oh my god. Was... People I'm glad never won a Super Bowl. Him. <laughs> he is the most annoying. It's almost god. as bad as Joe Buck. Oh. 
I want to get him, Joe Buck, I'll put Chris Collinsworth all in a fucking room and gas that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it sounds evil, it's because I've been hanging around with Sean for my whole life. So. <laughs> I like how I'm the asshole that takes the fall for that. Dude, uh, <laughs> so in my life right now, you know, we haven't recorded a lot. I've been in, in and out of hot, the hospital for different reasons, appointments, this and that. And not for me personally, it's because it's almost go time with the family. Yeah, that lonely number two. Babies, right. Um, you know, we had a scare Wednesday night. and Would you call it a scare? I wouldn't say scare. I wasn't scared. Uh, false alarm. Yeah, there you go. We'll say false alarm. Elise was having cramps in the front of her belly. And it's because we've been back and forth. Uh, her, her sister-in-law just had a baby two days before us. Or, I'm sorry, two days ago. We haven't had the baby yet. And we've just been driving back and forth, visiting, this and that, and at least didn't drink that much water. And so she got a little dehydrated, and it cramped that muscle, that getting ready to contract and start pushing. And she's like, it's go time. You know, her dad is staying with us right now, and I'm like, Peter, let's go. I jumped in the car, stay with Lincoln, he's sleeping. I'll give you the update, but right now, I'll take care of him for the rest of the night. You know, I kind of, I was texting you a little bit, and... We didn't really text anyone else because we didn't know. We didn't yeah. want it to blow. And so, you know, that's where we're at. But we haven't, you know, it's kind of anticipations. Uh, I think it's more tougher on her than me. I'm just ready, like, whenever. Well, yeah, you don't have to do anything. No, I don't. I'm you there fucking to, sit there and give here, her ice here, chips. Ice chips, exactly. Here's some ice. Do you want me to hold this cup with the straw and put it in your mouth? You rub her back and what do you Wet need? Wet the towel. Get the towel ready, you know. Yeah. I and just she have yells to, at you and... You know, but she's a freaking trooper. No drugs. Crazy. I know. Crazy. Well, I mean, she's 11, 11 days to full <laughs> term. 40 weeks. Now, does the baby hold on? You I know. I mean, now that they... now that We're four centimeters now, which isn't huge. No. But it's not... It's it's like, you know... But once she got rehydrated and everything, it's like all the contractions stopped. So you never know. That baby might just hold on for a little bit longer. Well, she is hoping to go into labor right now as we're recording. I know. That's like her dream. Um, she wants to come in here when we're in the middle of a show and be like, Paulo, I'm having the baby. Let's go. Yeah. Like, if that really happens, I'll be like, come sit down for real, real quick. Yeah. No big <laughs> you know, deal. No, you got plenty of time. Yeah, exactly. It's just a nice... The way you drive? I've been doing... So, now that I've been critiqued so hard... After the Texas trip, I've been driving so well. I'm like <laughs> focused. I doubt it. Oh come Anybody on! Anybody that goes seventy miles an hour into a check station that has fucking warnings for three miles, oh whoa, what's this? When you're right up on it. Oh, is it yeah. the, oh when we're going into when we're coming, Arizona. No, when oh, no. we're leaving Arizona into California and we have an S turn right into a fucking dead stop and Paulo's taking a corner at like seventy. Woo! Yeah. Don't ever drive long distance with Paulo unless you want to fucking shit your pants the whole way. Hey, if you want to get to the hospital in 20 minutes when you live 40 miles away, well, hey, have Paulo drive. At, at that point, you need to step on, but you need to get there alive. I get there. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm a smooth driver. I wouldn't call it smooth, smooth. criminal. Yeah. You might be holding onto the handle tight. Yeah, though. There's a reason it's called those shit bars. <laughs> you know, it's because of fuckers like you. Um, okay, so I'm lucky enough to not have been as a driver. I've only been in a couple of fender betters. Not even my fault. Like, some people have hit me in the back. Have you ever been in a serious car wreck? 
seri- like injured serious? Just car rolled or never rolled. I mean, I've T boned. Never been T boned. I've been, I've been in a car where we've been. I've been rear ended twice. Um, I almost get hit every day, leaving my house right over by the, um, the parking structure. But other than that. Dude, I'm telling you, so I've been driving. Because at least really, she's driven down two times, going to the hospital, visiting the nephew, doing her appointment. But when I'm driving her now, I'm just like, I'm, I'm super aware. Shouldn't don't you don't always be aware? Cl- no, but now I'm like hyper aware. I'm like a deer now. It's like. What, you stand in the middle of the road when there's headlights flashed at you? <laughs> like, oh, there's high good, beams. Maybe not, I should stay still. Not a good fucking analogy, Paul. No, no, no. I mean, like, in the woods in a hunting situation, because I watch the hunting channel now. I know. You're big into it. That's what I do. You own no guns, and you're diehard. I might, I might spear hunt, blow dart. <laughs> you know, I was in the hunting section at the, at the Ace Hardware, and they had a, a wrist rocket. Remember that? <laughs> I'm going to kill a squirrel. What are you going to do? Get your Red Rider one pump out? <laughs> Is that going to shoot someone's eye out? Your Daisy one pump? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Paul is official, officially into hunting now. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun thing. Yeah, rolling into hunting, you know. I'm leaving for Texas January 1. Going oh, back for more crane and geese. I am fucking jealous. Yeah, I'll be thinking about you. So not that much. Not that much at all. You're going to be telling stories where you make fun of me. That's oh, all definitely. Thinking, yeah. You know it's coming. <laughs> Oh, so, God. hey, who should we have on the show while you're gone? Well, let's see. Josh is gone. Right. Uh, just, Tony's I'll, gone. I'm going to get Oscar. I think you got to ask Oscar. I think, I think you could bring uh, Oscar on. That would be good. Yeah. Um, he could be my proxy. There's been a the lot week. of people who just want to get on the show. I'm like, hey, we have, I'd say, you know, on and off, 100-ish listeners. Yeah, on the radio. You know. Thank you for, for the support. We appreciate Love it. Love all our whistleblowers. Yeah. Um, or holders, whistle holders. <laughs> uh, Danny, Burla, <laughs> Danny, Danny Hager. She is sharp. She wants to be on the show so bad. I know. But she, she, she's like, I just want to listen when you guys drink and talk about it. And I'm like, but, but like you see, when we're not talking about this show, you get, um, when we talk about the show with her, it's a little, eh. but when you just talk to her about whatever, yeah. She's so quick-witted. You know what she loves? She loves when you call her country, because she's from Missouri. <laughs> this white girl has got some ghetto-ass braids, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. I it, love it. It's our boy, Zach. We've mentioned him a couple times on the show. It's his lady. They are... She's a com- diehard Rams fan. You know, and I, I, that's what I like. I like a chick who likes sports. I like it, you know. She loves her Rams. She loves her Cardinals. Basketball, I don't think she gives a fuck. But I think it's got to be Lakers because Zach's a huge Laker fan. Yeah, so we gotta, you know, we gotta get. I want, I want to get Joseph on here too. Who? Chris. Oh fuck, Chris. He doesn't even know we have a show. What do you mean? Does he listen? He's one of our first listeners. Bullshit. No, dude, I got tackled by him before he even got married. He's like, I love your podcast. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I'm talking know, shit about him, so there. There's an opening. If you want, you know, Sean's gonna be gone for a week. Guest spot. Guest spot. Think about it. Be about it. You know, fulfill your dreams. Yeah, sit in Paula's garage and talk. <laughs> if you can handle it. You know, you some, know, sometimes, you know, sitting in front of the mic you, is, is a little daunting. It's scary. you got to be able to let it roll off the tongue mm-hmm. and just keep up the conversation. You know what I was surprised is? Last episode that hasn't been released yet for unforeseen circumstances, so you should be getting two the, yeah, by soon. the end of this week, hopefully. Um, Tony. 
Tony did a good job on the mic. Tony you know? was, a, you know, we, he didn't. He, um, he's a good sidebar guy. Uh, you know, he comes in and throws daggers. Oh, that's what he does. Oh, he's, he's so good man. at it. He's the man when it comes to that. You know, he he did well. You know, at the beginning when we told him about podcasting and all that, he wasn't super interested. And but he was our him and me, and they were on that road oh, trip. Oh, they were on the road trip. And they listened to us faithful, faithfully. Um, I'm glad he came on the show. You know, he talked and he he said his points, and you know, he was articulate, and you know, it it was good. So I w- I was happy he made the appearance. Will mm-hmm. he do it again? I don't know. Very rarely. Yeah, he he might want to come back after uh, after hunting season's over because we got, whew, we got a full slate of hunting coming up for the next two months. Well, that's one reason you'll be missing, uh, Sean. Another reason a lot of you might be listening so quickly is that it's Christmas time. Oh yeah, you know everybody's favorite time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for my buddy Sean, and we've already talked about it. You know, he's I'm not going to call you a Grinch. Eh. There's a lot of uh, false traditions that maybe you don't fall in line with. Okay. That you might might feel that are useless, such as I don't know particularly because I'm sure there's a full list of them. But okay, you, I, I sure, I'm sure I you, there's hate a Christmas music. Uh, well, we talked about that. Yes, already. we know that. I'm, I'm saying there's a, instead of you hating things, I think there's just a couple of things that you really like. There's only one, a very few couple of things that you like. I love Christmas dinner. Okay, because that's my, like it's just like Thanksgiving to me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I love the. It's almost the same spread. It's 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 almost exactly the same spread. Sometimes you substitute prime rib for turkey, and I'm not a prime rib guy. I'll eat it, but it's not my go-to. You was cool about Christmas dinner. You don't have to dress up as nice nice as Thanksgiving dinner. That that you know, that is oddly true. You, you know, know you're, you can, you're almost in pajamas. You can get away with being in athletic shorts and slippers, mm-hmm. and nobody says a word. Oh yeah, thanks Thanksgiving for making me wear my plaid shirt and have it tucked into my khakis all day. Exactly, and with I have to wear these tight loafers. pants and fucking boat shoes. Um, yeah. You know, Christmas dinner. I love Christmas dinner. I love I love watching my kids open their presents. Even those is eat. what's the better game night, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Because that that it's huge. It kind of happens. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm gonna have to say. What is the best holiday game too? Ooh, gestures. Just you mean charades? Well, the just it has the clipboard that. With the four cards, it changes the game a little bit. What the fuck is gestures? It's a four cards. I'm a categories guy. Okay, categories is fun. I love a lot scat- of writing. It's all right. A lot of writing. I cr- I I think I've lost one time, lifetime in categories. But that's when you guys used to cheat. Oh uh, no, Eddie Eddie cheats at fucking board games. Yes. Eddie uses adjectives and fucking just like oh let's, let's come up with something for N with uh, mammals. Nuzzling otters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I'm I'm legitimately decent okay. at categories. If you can, if you can fucking win with I, J, and W. All right. You know, you try coming up with twelve J words. <laughs> no, but you know, you gotta get your holiday games ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. You know what I used to like playing with my family was liars dice. Did you ever play liars dice? What the fuck is that? You it's a Peruvian it's game? It's a bar game, bro. Whoa. But why, do you, why do you bring a, gotta bring a whole country into this? Well, is it Peruvian or Italian? No, you know the Peruvian games it's take a whole bunch Italian of brass. and liar's like, dice. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's, it's a bar game that they turned into a board game. Mm-hmm. But 
real good fun one. And we played a couple card games. You know, you get the gins and the different kind of canasta. Canasta is a great holiday game, but you got to have enough people that know how to play. Yeah, and I so mean, it's, it's good. got to be at least five players. Yeah. You know, I always like doing that. You know what sucks about one thing that about Thanksgiving that might get the sports guy more into it is that you're getting good football on Thanksgiving compared to Christmas. Well, yeah. Christmas, um, you're going to get the crappy bowl game. Yeah, it's not going to be... It's yeah, not, you hope it's a good game, but it's not... It, it's not what you're looking forward to. You're going to get two solid pro games, and as of recently, three, you know. Because yeah. um, Christmas is definitely more of an NBA game. Yeah. A LeBron James Warriors game. Oh, yeah. it, it, it's the marquee matchup game. Last handful of years. So, who's it going to be this year? It, it, it's LeBron James and the Warriors. Oh, it's, it's Lakers, Lakers Warriors? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. Um, that should be That should be good. And like I've said in previous shows... That's the only time you really start watching basketball unless you're a diehard fan. Excuse yeah. me. Um, you know, basketball up to this point is dog shit. Nobody. <laughs> it, no, don't, you got to stop saying that. Who cares about NBA? Dude, there's a lot of people. There is. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of people who care about it. And it's, there is. And, and there's some good ball playing. But does it mean anything until after Christmas? You know, the first month and a half of the season, people are feeling it out. Well, you know where it means the most? And it, maybe that's why you don't. It's in the East. Because the West, it's it's a fight, but everyone's already kind of, like, established. Yeah, everybody knows what the West is. Yeah. You know, the East, the East is a grind. And everybody's kind of, you know, you got the Celtics, they're here. Then you got it's, fucking Toronto, they're here. And then there's everybody else. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, you got the Bucks playing good ball. Is that going to last? I mean, I, arguably. Dude. The Greek freak is insane. He's legit. And the dude, the dude's a beast. The mm-hmm. dude's a fucking beast. But can in a seven game series, will they be able to handle? Well, they're a young team. Well, they are. They're a young team. The coach is his. He did half a year last year after Jason T got fired. Yeah. You know, um, but a good team. I'd like to see him do well. They're just it's is whoever thinks they're about not Milwaukee. Beat the West. No one thinks about Milwaukee. Well, again, let's not. That's that's inevitable, but Prior- here, here, here here goes. This is the games you're gonna get on Christmas, when you're sitting home, letting your family do whatever. The ladies are cooking. You sit on the couch. You get whoa, the fucking remote. Whoa! Why are the ladies cooking? Because they love it. <laughs> do they? You know they love it. Okay. You know, can I get you anything, Paolo? I'll take some Martinelli's sparkling cider, please. Oh, and I'll take some uh, some kind of multigrain cracker with cheeses, and. Shrimp cocktails. Charcuterie. Mm-hmm. Charcutes. Okay, so, first game, I'm guessing it's going to be a blowout. Bucks versus Knicks at noon on ESPN. Oh, that's a fucking shit show. Bucks. Can I say that's a shit show? You, I'm, I don't, you can cuss here. Did you, did, you, did you see that the owner is not opposed to selling the team? The Knicks. Owner. Oh, that's horrible. But they're not, and they're not that bad this year. They're not that good either. Well, I mean, I feel bad for Porzingis. Right. This dude's a stud. All right, here we go. ABC, 3 p.m., Thunder versus Rockets. Rockets. Should be fun to watch. Rockets. You know, but I can't, I don't know why I can't watch it. I'm, James Harden oh, but like, annoys the shit out of me so much. He's so good, but the fucking head, the head bobs and the fucking, the wanking. Then you got Russell Westbrook, tries to fight everybody, and then, like, lets his big guy step in and do oh, all dude, the dirty dude. work. He's I such a little that. fucker like that. 
I mean, one of these it's days... It's the of a gun, but that's perfect. One of these days, somebody's going to fucking cold cock him. And it's going to be and it's, and it's going to be epic. I bet you he's going to throw... He's going to hit someone, though, too. I don't think he's that afraid. I don't think he's afraid. I, I mean, I bet you I bet you Russell Westbrook can throw down. But, yeah. dude, he's going to talk shit to the wrong dude that's, like... You know, there's no Ron Artest out there anymore. There's no Dennis Rodman. You know, there's no dudes like that. You know, Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins is that guy. Yeah, but You pull that shit with DeMarcus Cousins, he's going to fucking knock you out. You know, there's not too many of those bad boys anymore. And um, I forget what uh, I, I was talking about with football. It's how people were talking about, like, uh, oh, we are talking with Tony in the car. Yeah, enforcers. How enforcers and, like, people aren't tough like they used to be. Yeah, you don't have that one guy. You don't have that and Bill Lambert. And we were, talking about, we were talking about football, but uh, I think it also transitioned. It translates to basketball yeah. as well. You like, know, you got the Beverly guy that, you know, he's irritating. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna do all it, but I'm not afraid of him. Nah, I in mean, a fight, you know, like you look at those old yeah, Detroit you, teams, like the bad know, boys. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas is gonna chicken shit you. Bill Joe Dumars doesn't look like shit, but he'll fucking guide your eye out. Exactly, you know what I mean? mean. And then you know Rodman was Rodman was unafraid. A he was unaf- like everybody in that generation. You had to play tough. Exactly. You know, and so like, is there guys that are? Is I'm it? sure. I'm sure there is, but they're not. They're, they're not champions. There's a lot of gum flapping, and I don't see. There's not a lot of action. Yeah. You know, it. It honestly, the only guy out the, there that does it is Draymond. We're, right. Like Draymond will d you up and he'll fucking hit you in the mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and I respect that. Yeah, and so we just kind of want to. Wi- I just wish that, uh, you know, one of these guys, you know, could go against an older team. I wish they could recreate that. <sighs> Man, it would. There would be so much crying from the new guy, from the new age. I want team. old referees. Right. Give me an old referee. Swallow the whistle and just let it go. Yeah. You know, just oh, I didn't see that. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, you're not getting that call. It's just like, ima- imagine an elbow from like whoever from the '80s, just fucking against the beard's face. Yeah, you know, why the thing that kills me with the NBA is like. The refereeing of the games is different from regular season to the postseason. Oh, yeah. Why can't it just be consistent? Well, because James Harden goes to the free throw line like a thousand times a year. And then when he goes to the playoffs, like that number, his his percentage of free, th- uh, free throw attempts goes down by like half. Because he doesn't get the calls. And coaches actually coach. Mm-hmm. I think he crumbles under a little bit of pressure. You know, he starts giving the ball up. Yeah, like... Later and his D li- sucks. Oh, he doesn't play D. He stands and so, and there. And so, watches. what happens in playoffs is that now he, oh, he's playing more. You know, his game is different. I don't think it's everyone else's. I think it's more James Harden. Yeah, it's just you. You can't stand there and let a guy blow past you and like not foul or do anything. Just let him get an easy deuce. Yeah, it's like, dude, D him up. Fucking take a foul. Do something. Don't just stand there and watch him blow you know, right past you. Even though football isn't the same as being physical anymore. I wish basketball was for school again. I do too. It it made, it made it brought a different element to the game. You would die like not I wouldn't say die, but you would you felt like this guy was Yeah, you would die for the team. Like you would go for it. Like this and game means that much to me. When you see a Larry Berg on the floor, when you saw like a like, these random dudes fucking what was the the guy with the glasses on the Lakers? Kurt like, Rambis. Kurt Rambis, dude. Throw down, no problem. He's the guy off the bench coming off taking a beating. And he'll throw down. Yeah. You know, I mean, it didn't sports, matter. Sports goggles and all. Dude, Alonzo Mourning used to get into it. Freaking Jeff Van Gunn, you would be on the bench holding back freaking 
who <laughs> you remember these fights? Like, yeah. You know the pacers, the heat, the yeah, freaking. It, it was. It was. It was real. Yeah, the Masons. I mean. Yes. You know, it, it was just it's a different game. I mean, this game, um, it's a little faster. The shooting, the shooting is fucking phenomenal. I'm phenomenal. sure. I'm sure there'd be like a. I don't think it'd be a blowout. I'm sure that certain games would be, but if you put three of the top teams from back then with three of the top teams right now and you had to play 50 games against each other and rotate, I'm sure there'd be a little bit of, I mean, there wouldn't be as much um, difference in the scores as you think. I think, and again, I might have to say older refereeing because a lot of the shots that were you, you know, you look for contact and lay up. Yeah, you're not getting that call in the 90s. No, you're not getting Well, I'd say late, yeah, early 90s. Early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. You're not getting those fucking, oh, he slapped me on the way to the basket. No, you're not getting that fucking call. Um, do, do I think, you know, I, I would say the disparity between the two would be pretty, you know, it'd be a couple games either way. You know, uh, I would definitely say the older teams would have more ball control, slower pace, more post presence, whereas... And I think, I, I'm also going to say more defense. Oh, definitely more defense. I think, I think that's where the big uh, factor jumps in, is like, these guys are playing, you're not getting into the paint. They're playing college-style defense, you know, uh, uh, physicality-wise, like, it, you know, when they said Michael Jordan or Pippen wasn't getting into the paint, they didn't get in the paint. And they were, like, it meant, like, throwing elbows and pushing and just being that physical. Well, I, I definitely would say that the... the then the older teams would definitely control the boards. You know, they definitely rebound more. They would they would force the new age team to shoot those long The range. fundamental things. Yeah, they'd, they'd force longer jump shots and if if your shots off, you're going to get smoked because you're not going to you're not going to get the offensive rebounds. You're going to get grinded out in the paint on the other side. So that would be bad, but, but if they they're shooting lights out, you know, oh, you're, you're done. Well, I think it's not even shooting. If you start committing to the shot, and even if you're like at forty percent, you're gonna be tight in the game, and then they're gonna start pressing that three point line, and then the court just opens up. Yeah, and that's what really what what happened with the the new shooting game that's happened. You know, these guys used to play really tight to the key. You know, you had five guys with a foot in the paint. Yeah. You know, one guy. You know. Well, so. it's like you you look at the number of threes, like every year that's going up. Oh, it's insane. So it's like you got these guys from a, an age where a 10-foot jump shot was what you're looking for, and now guys are taking 20-foot jump oh, shots. These like, kids are insane. They're, they're, it's insane. Like, the level of shooting skill is through the roof. I mean, kids today are much better shooters than kids from back in the day. Oh, yeah. We were good at layups. Yeah. And we, boxing out. Yeah. Like, uh, we, we did a boxing out drill and layups. And that's it. And we ran UCLA. You, and shot, ran, you shot a baseline uh, 10-footer. Or you shot, like, from the elbow. Uh, every once in a while, you feeling froggy, you took a three, but that wasn't much. Yeah, and, like, you better be the white kid with the bullpen. <laughs> that, that's all. <laughs> well, that and you better pass the ball at least four to five times before a fucking shot went and, you, and that shit better bounce, too. Yeah. If you try to throw a chest pass in the middle of the paint, oh, yeah, shit's you're, getting picked. You're getting fucking... You're pulling. YMCA basketball 101. And, <laughs> and also, the number one thing not to do in YMCA basketball, which it should be coming up soon... Right, you have a lot of kids playing YMCA basketball. Remember, they need sleeves, <laughs> okay, so they don't get that court burn. All right, H M W forty sleeves dot com. Use the promo code. Don't forget it. You gotta look fly. Gotta look good in the hoops. Yeah, you have to. It's it's a must. The the new headbands they're just tying. You know, it's just 
just a knot in the back. <laughs> don't need, don't need the, you know. The looks are changing all the time. Guess who's got those looks? Sleeves. Check it out. It's amazing. What was your youth basketball look, Sean? You had a couple wristbands. No, I I was bandless. I I had no swag when it came to basketball. Oh, I just did that. I do. I did under the elbow, the thick uh, wristband. No, I was uh, on the shooting arm. I was a rebounder. You know, I'm not tall by any stretch of the imagination. Some might call me short. Um, hey, the best rebounders weren't the tallest guys. What's Rodman? Six ten. He was a well. Well, he's, he had long. Long, arm. but yeah. he, he but he even Charles tall. Barkley. Charles Barkley was six like eight. Six eight. But yeah. he's a load. And yeah, the what was his nickname? The the something mound of rebound. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that was Charles Barkley, one of his monikers. I was a, I was a rebounder. Like I love boxing out tall guys, because oh. just because they're taller than you, they think they're gonna get everything. All you gotta do is get a little bit of leverage. You're a and, knee knee hip guy, and you just root them out. But you are just. Oh, I'm dirty. You are dirty. Don't. I'm gonna stick. Like I'll have the ball, or I'll be on offense, and you know you're switching love, your guys. I used to love picking screens. Oh, dude. Like don't get me wrong. I love rolling off a screen too. I I. Let me pick a screen and play, but actually, like, defending one and, and timing it off, it's the best fast break. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite. Oh, dude. Uh, see, I like playing defense because I'm going to fucking arm bar you, you know? <laughs> I'm you're gonna I'm going to chest bump you. I hate playing basketball against you. And you're going to run past me. I'm going to stick my ass out and try and hit uh, check you. You know? It, it, it's You should have played hockey. It's like that. I'm going to fucking hit you some way or another. <laughs> And Make basketball physical again. And if if I got you boxed out down low, I'm going to sink my hips and I'm going to fucking backpedal you out of there. <laughs> I don't care if I don't get the rebound. You're not going to get no, it. No, exactly. That's the thing. I used to love irritating people on the foul line. <laughs> the, the referee told me to stop points. I used to clap a heart. Bah, bah. I, everyone was like, hey, Paulo, get underneath. But I'd play point. So I'd get to the top and they'll be like, hey, get behind the shooter. I'm like, their guy's not behind the shooter. And so I'd take the last spot and I'd just clap. I put my hands as far as close as I can <laughs> to the shooter's eyes. <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, you gotta stop." I'm like, "Whatever." Brick. Yeah, uh, why can't I do that? Where I does it say? Where does where it say? Does it say I, can't I have do to that. be quiet. Yeah. Where does it say that? You know. You show me the rule, and I'll stop doing it. Yeah. And I used to untuck people's jerseys. Like if I played defense <laughs> on them, I'd always untuck their jersey because you always, in every youth league, you have to have your jersey tucked in. Yeah. I'm like, hey, come on, this guy's. You want me to be quiet? He's not tucking in the shirt. Yeah. Was, <laughs> my favorite thing is is like. When, when you're in transition, and the guy you're either, either you're guarding him or you're boxing him out, they try to take off down the court, and you grab their fucking jersey or their shorts, and you just pull on them so oh. they get slowed up, and then you just blow right past them. I I don't know what it was in youth sports. I was always super quiet. Soccer, I never talked in freaking other sports at all. But when I got on the court, I was a loud mouth. Oh, see, I was, I've never been a big talker in any sport. Well, I, I don't know what it was. I just got comfortable with the referees. Because they kind of, like, I'm not lying. When I was a youth, like, it was a group of friends, and they would break us up between all the teams. Yeah. If it was YMCA, we had a competitive league come in, and we got a little ho- more honed in. Mm-hmm. We'd have to play other cities. But they always broke up, like, this core group of friends. And that was one of the guys. And, like... So it was just like, oh, this guy's on that team. They, you talk to the captains or whatever. The rest were like high school kids. Yeah. You know, or just out of call, or you know, college summer break. And I so I got mouthy. I'd get like comfortable. Yeah. And they knew, who, you know, I just my ego 
there's only five guys on the court. Yeah. I get the ball all the time. I'm bringing up the ball, and it was a fast. I had a coach that was just like, sprint up, dish the ball, lay up, D. You know? If you, like, to me, to me what's demoralizing as a basketball player is if you got a team that's fucking full court pressing you and fucking just fast breaking you to death, like, it, it, there's nothing more demoralizing because you can't even get the ball past half court. Oh, no. You know, if you're getting killed by a fucking press team, it's just nasty. Oh, it's it's tough. And it's, it's like... you, you It's frustrating. Yeah, you, you almost don't want to play. You're like, exactly. just take me out. And it's like, dude, if you don't have somebody that can handle the ball, you're fucked. You need a couple. Yeah. You need a couple because... Because, you know, even when you outlet it, they're fucking doubling down the sideline. Then you're looking to kick it back across the middle. Then you've got that single middle guy. If like, you look at the ball it. to catch it and just to turn to the dribble, you're fucked. Yeah. You have to turn and... Land de- defending the ball away from the guy who's trying to pick you. Yeah, you got to get in a triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time? I hope we're big enough. Hold my whistle, fans. I almost want to do a three and three tournament. Who? You know what I mean? Who Who would be? Who would ideally be on your team? Not you. Not me. I want to play against you. You want to play against me? Oh yeah. So I can hear you cry about how I foul you. Oh no! Would we'll we have? Play, I'm, I'm going to get someone to play against you. Would we have said referees at this three? No, call your own shit. If you call anything, you're a bitch. Exactly. <laughs> That's the fucking rule. <laughs> rule number one: you call your own shit. But if you call it, you're a bitch. Fuck you. All right. Yeah. If you, there's always the the, the streetball argument. You know? No, no, no. The score is this. You, the score always gets fucked up. Always, always. You, I think and this I, is how our tournament would go. This is, you wouldn't want a designated scorekeeper. I'm sure someone would, yeah, but they'd be drunk. Yeah, you know, um, I I want a hot drunk chick. I would. So you'd be okay with it. I would definitely want somebody that could dribble. You need a dribbler. You need a down dirty, and you need a shooter. Well, I'd see. I'd have. I'd pick Zach for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. Dan, Danny's man. Yeah, I would take Zach for sure because, dude, he's my height, but that motherfucker is dirty down low, <laughs> like. Rebounds, fucking putbacks. I mean, it, it's like he's not bad off the dribble. I mean, yeah, he's lost a step, but motherfuckers. 40. And he's got decent. He's short enough and long enough in the arms where it's like fuck. And he's a fadeaway. Oh, dude, he hits a fadeaway like so. And dude, as long as he doesn't get into his left-handed shooting bullshit, I'm okay. You know, and he's he's dirty down low, so he's got a lot of those little factors like. What's funny to me is like they'll be like the best street ball player in the world, and it's not a guy in the NBA. It's like this guy from France or whatever, and he's just got a little bit of everything. You know, and these guys are legit. They play college here or there, but they play these tournaments. They just make, ruin people. They just ruin people. Yeah. You know, there's one on one players. I don't think it's the same thing, but uh, if you're interested in a three and three tournament, I'm sure me and Sean could get the the Lompoca. We could do the rec center. We could do somewhere in Santa Maria. Should we could play outdoor on the we dude we could get two I'm, sure, I'm sure we could get the gym at the high school. Yeah, I don't think we could play at the school. Why? Insurance. Uh, yeah, that's probably right. We yeah. could play outside the school. But I'm thinking, you know, our tournament is probably gonna be huge. I'm thinking three to four teams. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, I I might even get some Gatorade for everybody. Yeah, dude, that'd be fun. You know? uh, I'd be down for something like that. But that couldn't take place till at least March. Whoa! I have, I have, March a March Madness tur- three on three tournament. I have hold my on. whistle. Yeah, I'm in. All right, I'm creating teams. 
all right, I'm totally going to go to Santa Barbara and try to get some college kids. <laughs> you don't win anything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna get the Monsters team. <laughs> what, Sean Bradley, so he can get fucking dunked on? Come on, man. Let's see. It, who would you, who, who'd your three be? If you had to wait, pick from, from local from, friends from our network. Oh. Um, well, none of our friends would play. None of our non-work friends would play because they don't play basketball. Eddie's terrible. Oh, no, no, Louis no. Louie no. would I punch would, somebody. No, um, no. Pedersen. I'm thinking about the morning guys that have a game, and I'm thinking about, you know, because at least they play. Yeah. Oh, man, it's tough to say. I, I, I don't know. I don't want any old, old people because they're only... I need to... Are we playing half court? Half court. Three, if it's a three-on-three, three, yes. Okay. Good. Three-on-three is yes. Um, I'd take me, Zach, and Josh. That'd be my team. Well, because you're all best friends. Uh, have you watched Josh play basketball? Yeah, we played. He's decent. I yeah. like his game. Yeah, he's a shit talker. He's fucking. He can dribble. He can run. He doesn't. He didn't talk shit that one time when he's new. But when he knows everyone, he'll get up in it. McClurg. Yeah, I know. He'll get into it. Oh no, trust me. I yeah. Know. Yeah. We'd be the shortest team, and we'd fucking bury people. Mm, not when I get my height. I want to get tall people. Good. Go get tall people. <laughs> I don't know my team yet, but I'm going to recruit them. I, I just called my team out, so if you guys are listening, that's my team. Okay. and uh, If they want to be, you know. I, I'm challenging uh, Luis and Oscar to get a team. So you guys are a team, so you have to play together and figure it out. Oscar would call Oscar would call fouls. Oscar might uh, <laughs> uh, He is from B-Town, but Pinky's up, uh, I don't okay, know. Okay, so in a 3 3 tournament, what's the max amount of players you can have on your team? Five? Two subs? I would say five. Five. Now, is there limited subs? I like... No, you can have unlimited subs. You can sub as many times as you want. Okay. You know, um, but do you play time limit or get to a score? I think it's get to a score. Right. you like 15. We're too old. We're too old. You know... This is straight the three, couch potato. Threes are worth two, and everything else is by one. Okay. Ones and threes to 20? Got to win by two? Got to win by two. Ones and threes to 20, got to win by two. That's a good one. No, no, not threes. Threes are worth two. Oh, ones and twos. Yeah. Oh. You can't. Okay. All right, ones and twos. No yeah. big deal. I'm not tripping. Okay. I'm just making sure we finalizing this for the fans. Who, who are you going to take? I don't, dude. I don't, I don't dude, know Dude, how do you not know? I don't know my kids yet. i got to recruit them. i probably get some of our ex-players. Like uh, the kid who played quarterback for me. The left-handed kid. I might get him. Who the fuck's that? He played basketball at Santa Barbara City. Drew. Oh. Yep. I like his game. Drew Stevens. Yep. Um, his his dad's Grayson's teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Stevens. Yeah, Mr. Stevens. Hey, big shout out to all the teachers. All right. First semester, finals are almost up. Getting, ready for, getting ready for that nice long winter break. Christmas break, you know. <sighs> well, we're in the works for our... We've, we've planned a lot of competitions and things. Um, we might set up our bowl games. I know there's already been a couple bowl games going. It's just been the sh- toilet bowls. So. Ugh. But I'm gonna, I think they have a ESPN for all the big ones, right? Yeah, there there is. Okay, we'll set that up. Paula's going to get that set up tonight. ASAP Rocky. I got to get all my... I got a new app today. So did you. Yes. That Google Photos. You got a lot of... Uh, I cleared up a lot of space. A lot of space needed to get cleared. Get the Google Photos app. Clear all your photos and videos. You're good. Oh, before we sign out today, yes. Quick shout out to one of our faithful listeners, Paulo. 
Take it away. So, um, we are hardcore grooming men. We have beards, we have hair, and we go to the best barbershop in the 805, King's Barbershop in Solvang. We also have a location in Lompoc. Um, but we have a little tip from our barber, Vic, at King's Barbershop. Uh, I think he's going to give us a, a new tip every episode. Vic or Ish. Or Ish or Julio. Julio. And these are just barbershop tips for life or just how to act when you're in the barbershop. Don't come wrong into the barbershop. It's just things you don't do. Okay, and so Ish actually gave you a tip about your beard a couple yeah. months ago, right? Yeah. What was that? Um, don't use regular shampoo when you're washing your face. Oh, that's right, that's right. It was too dry, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's too, your facial, your skin on your face is too sensitive for whatever is in the shampoo, so it dries your skin out, and that's when you get the flaky, crusty shit in now, your mustache. Can, dare I say it, your face used to be fucked. Like, oh, super ten, dry. Ten years ago, it used to be dry. You had flaky shit everywhere. Yeah, I still have You had red shit. cheeks. No, not compared to what it was. Oh, is it better? You used to look like Pigpen, bro. <laughs> Probably because I didn't shower. Dude, <laughs> Sean had dry crusties on the side of his lips that weren't saliva. It was just... It was on the top of my lip before my mustache would be. It was so dry, just like, Right, and your face off. isn't as red. You Probably because I'm not drinking as much. That too. But, you know, you're, you're looking well-groomed. You know, you're a little more mature, it's happening. Try But the, the, the shampoo could have been one of those reasons. Yeah, it definitely could have. Great tip from Ish. Now... Vic has got something just so you don't do it in the barber shop. You know, the barber's got to look around your head, this and that. And, you know, you got to be, you know, me, I, I'm more of a, if I'm not talking to the the crowd of people there. Peanut gallery? Or whoever, because I'm a talker. I'm not, I don't, I actually, I might, sometimes I zone out and I kind of like relax. And I kind of like close my eyes and let him do his thing, you know what I mean? I'm either or. But you do not, like he might be looking at you from the front. Mm-hmm. You know, getting your forehead lined up. When you're in that position, do not look at the barber straight in the eyes. And Vic even said it, you know. It's fucking gay. Don't look at me right in the eyes. It's weird. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that it's weird, but... Just don't you, do it. Are you flirting with him? Just don't do it. Yeah. It's like, he's already, like, you know, touching you and doing all this stuff. Just don't do it. Yeah. You know? And it's funny, he showed me a picture, like... How a barber took the the paper they put around the neck, yeah, and they wrapped it around the guy's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something you don't do. Yeah, so just a just a helpful tidbit. Yeah, from sometimes it comes grooming. Sometimes you just know, don't look at the barber straight in the eyes when he's cutting your hair. You know he's focused on your hair. He doesn't want to look you in the eyes. Yeah, it's like looking at a crazed dog in the eyes. You just don't do it. Okay, right. Yeah. So that's and, and oh, he also said, he also said. Don't look in the mirror until the haircut's done. Well, dude, why are you giving away all the tips? No, no, no. That's, it was kind of one it tip. It was all one in the it same It was kind tip. of like where not to look. Oh. This is where not to look while in the bar- while getting your haircut. While you're in the chair. While you're in the chair. All right. So don't look in the mirror. And don't look at the barber's and eyes. And don't look into the barber's eyes. Yeah. Anything else before I close out No, that's out the, the King's Barber Shop. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. Big shout out to King's. Sleeves. HMW40. Check it out. Guys, Merry Christmas. Have a happy holiday. Boy, I hope you have a good one. Enjoy your family. I hope you. I hope your baby comes soon. I, I know. We almost don't want it to be a Christmas baby, but <laughs> poor kid, never had a chance. Never had a chance, what man. What were you thinking? God dang it! God damn the month of March.
Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> hey, one love to everybody. Merry Christmas. This is Paulo. I'm Foy. Ring those bells. We're out. Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby, let me know. Girl, I'm gonna show you how to do it. And we start real slow. You just put your lips together.